Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim, and we talk about horror movies on this show. And this episode, we are going to talk about a film that won a Patreon vote. Because every month on patreon.com slash TV, we put four movies up for a vote. Our patrons decide which one's going to win, and then we'll do that one the following month. So there's a vote right up right mm-hmm. now. If you haven't voted yet, if you're a patron, or if you're thinking about becoming a patron, go and vote over at MailFuzz. Mm-hmm. TV on Patreon, but the winner was Wreck. We did a zombie vote, zombie themed vote, because it is actually mm. the 50th, yes, fifth, no, 60th <laughs> anniversary of Night of the Living Dead this year. Mm-hmm. 60th? No, 50th. It's the 50th. It would have been 68. Yeah, yeah. My, ma- so. my math is terrible, but 50th, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so it was all zombie movies, um, and because Wreck won, it means that, yeah, we'll probably do the sequels add them to the sequel pile because <laughs> why not uh but yeah so so wreck or short for record of course is a found footage spanish zombie film and it follows a a tv host it's like a simple little local tv crew and they are making a, a documentary about firefighters it's called well you were sleeping and uh, they they are going to spend the night with a fire team at a fire station and maybe go out with them on a call and sort of just sort of show what they do and interview the, mm. the, the firefighters, maybe some of the people who call them out, that kind of thing. But they get called out to this apartment where a crazy woman is locked in a room and they're, they break down the door and, oh no, zombie shenanigans ensue and <laughs> they get trapped in this apartment building by the local... I don't know what the equivalent in uh, Spain is of the yeah. of CDC, but <laughs> they're, they're quarantined yeah. inside the building. Uh, Basically the government or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. they're trapped in there and try to figure out what's going on and what's, you know, what these zombie-esque things are. Mm-hmm. So that that is the that is the premise of Wreck. Uh, and all of it is told <laughs> through the per- perception, of course, of the, the camera operator who's there to film mm-hmm. this documentary. Um well, I think first and foremost, it at least gives it more of a reason why they keep filming because these are actually... Oh, this, for sure. This is someone who's trained to keep filming in most situations mm. and at least up until a point, they still think this is going to make a good episode of a TV show. <laughs> so they're still just going. Yeah, yeah uh, I mean, it, it pretty quickly, you know, solves the problem that, you know, uh, or the criticism a lot of people have of found footage movies, which is like, why are these people continuously filming? Why do they never set the camera down? And even throughout the movie, the you know host keeps telling the cameraman, like, you know, keep filming, keep filming, because yeah. they feel like, yeah, that's going to make a good episode. And also they kind of, you know, uh, like reporters and stuff. So they feel like, um, well, I don't know, technically if you'd say the reporters, but they kind of like, you know, they're they feel like they have a duty to capture this and show it to the world. I feel like they're more they're more like documentary filmmakers than they are uh, journalists. But I mean, yeah, fine line. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it seems like they kind of they still feel like you know, oh, this is something important that we need to show, and, and uh, you know, a, it's kind of there's a shift as well where it, it shifts from being that's why they're filming, to, and this is kind of why some of the tenants of the building start to like, agree with them filming at some point mm-hmm. is that it's like, oh no, if the government try to clean, you know you know wipe this all up if they try and like sort of you know make this all confidential that's yeah. this is the proof that all this happened is what he's filming so keep filming and yeah and no one says that outright necessarily at one point someone says it's the only proof we have that anything's going on but that's kind of the implication is that eventually it's like no we're going to keep filming because i'm worried that they're going to try and lie about this later so yeah uh, and then and then by the end there's a, a much more you know uh 
practical. Yeah, practical reason why they need to keep doing yeah. it too. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so but yeah, so so further ado, Tim, you've seen it before, of yeah. course, but I'll ask the of question course, yeah. for for the sake of the, the show. Um, do you enjoy Wreck? Oh yeah, I, I love it, and I'm just glad we got to do it because it's been a while since I've seen it, and yeah, rewatching it still really holds up. Uh, I would say it's yeah, probably one of the best found footage movies. Uh, yeah, at least in my personal opinion. Um, and you know, which I don't, you know, I don't really uh, have a bias against found footage stuff, but there there is a lot of crappy ones. Uh, but this one, it definitely um, it uses like all of the kind of techniques of found footage well and like we said there is an actual reason for it and it's uh it's such a fast movie like it's you know i think about 14 minutes in like we're already like yeah kind of like in the thick of things i mean it's and, uh, uh it's 75 minutes long and you get the feeling that mm-hmm. you know given that most horror movies tend to be about 90 minutes you get the feeling that that 15 minutes that's not there is probably taken from the the usual opening half hour where we, we spend more time before we get to the mm-hmm. shenanigans yeah but no, it's like uh, you know, it's fast paced and it, you know, it's good. It feels it, like it kind of feels like a um, th- it feels like there's like survival horror tropes <laughs> like in here. Like there's like, like video gamey stuff that I can kind of you know, which is not a bad thing. Like you know, obviously <laughs> we both really like survival horror games. Um, but you know, there's kind of like stuff in there. Like you know, it, I kind of get a sense of the apartment like the same way. Uh, you know when you're playing in like an area in a in a horror game where it's like there's some parts that are inaccessible at first and then you know you get to know stuff and then you kind of unlock more areas and they <laughs> present more danger and stuff and uh but it, it's great and there's a yeah a lot of really cool effective scares i never really thought about it that way but you're kind of right there's a, it's only really two areas but yeah there's like the area behind the shutter and then there's the mm-hmm. office area and then there's eventually the penthouse yeah you're right there's kind of like an unlocking yeah. of areas as the <laughs> as the movie goes um now I I like it a lot as well. I I think um it is one of the best found footage movies. Um, mm-hmm. debatably the best. I, I think it's fighting with like one or two other movies to really take that crown. Um, yeah. And I remember seeing this just kind of on a whim back when it first came out. Uh, now, admittedly, I, I think we all got to see it a little bit later because it came out in two thousand seven in Spain. But I think you know everyone else got it maybe like a year or two later. Yeah. So this. I'm trying to put it into context here, like how how big found footage was at the time. Like, was this something we were already sick of, or was it still uh, it somewhat w- new? It was not. In fact, what's funny about this is that this came out the same year as well. This was released in Spain, so not tell us, but it was released in Spain the same year as Paranormal Activity started playing okay. festivals, but not to the public. Oh, okay. Because okay. Paranormal Activity didn't come out to the public until 2009. Right, um, and what I think is interesting is that I'm pretty sure Wreck also came out, uh, at least you know, in the rest of the West, in mm-hmm. late 2008, sometime in 2009. I don't know if it was after Paranormal Activity, but it wouldn't shock me if that's what eventually said, "Oh, hey, we should put this out everywhere else," because I can see that that yeah. just became a big thing. Um, so it's actually right at the start of that phase where we started getting tons of them. Uh, I don't think this really contributed to getting a lot of them. I think Paranormal Activity did that, but it was definitely the start yeah. of that cycle. Um, and now, what I'll say about it is, it's a very visceral movie. Like, it's a very visceral movie sure. that uh, everything that happens feels like it's really frantic and really. Mm-hmm. And part of that's because the cameras, of course, is a bit more shaky and mo- you know moving around. But um, the the zombies are, are very fast. We don't get tons of zombies right away. We we start with one zombie 
and it's a while before anything else happens. Like there's a lot of okay, what's going on here? What's happening? And mm. dealing with this and okay, so and the zombie herself, this old woman who's covered in blood, is oh, yeah. generally kind of terrifying, and she's you know they all scream in this, the, the you know the rage style of zombies, uh, mm. but it fits for this this type of the premise they're going for in this movie because it is different to uh, yeah you know your your, your slow rambling mm-hmm. or hold up in a place zombie movie, and and I think it adds to it the fact that like for the most part, they kind of look like just normal people. Like you can only really tell they're zombies usually because they're kind of like covered in blood and like looking like a little shambly and stuff, but they're not like, they don't look like decaying corpses or anything. Like they mostly just look like people with kind of blood spattered on them. But then just depends you know, you... on uh, what, what happened to them when they get a bit like did Because yeah. there's one or two where, the, the, you know, eventually their jaws are like hanging off and okay. <laughs> shit like that. But it just yeah. depends what happened to them, you know, before they turned. Yeah, but I, I think it, like, helps add to the fact that you have this, um, you know, like, kind of the first-person nature of it uh, that just looks like a, you know, regular person filming something, and then the fact that it's, yeah, it kind of looks like regular people, like, it makes it a little more disturbing, like, to have, uh, like, oh, why why is this, like, old lady in, like, in her underwear, like, you know, c- coming at us and stuff, like, it's yeah, crazy. it does, it, there's a... An... There's an aura of authenticity about how it feels. Mm-hmm. It, it does feel like we're just out in the street one night with these firefighters, and it feels like yeah. this is a normal call that you know, firefighters would get. Um, you know, there's simple little touches early on. We're not in spoilers yet, but like I just mm-hmm. want to mention a couple of little things. There's, there's a moment early on, and this speaks to my own experience, actually, when at the start of the movie when they're just around the fire station, and Angela, who's our main character, the, the presenter of this, this, uh, mm-hmm. this show she like is going around she's interviewing some of the firefighters and asking about what they do what the calls they get and so on and she starts getting bored because they haven't had a call mm-hmm. yet because a lot of the job is just waiting around for things to happen and mm-hmm. she she goes out into the reception area right and there's, there's two uh ladies who work there and she even jokes and says oh hey finally so some women in the fire station and mm-hmm. she wants to talk to them and one of them immediately gets really nervous and just makes an excuse and leaves. And yeah. <laughs> that was so true to life to me. Um, mm-hmm. As someone who has like, tried to like get random people to do interviews on the street um, yeah. as, as part of university and stuff, most people mm-hmm. are terrified of cameras. It is, is insane. Oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. And it's like, what does it matter? <laughs> it's, you know, yeah. it's a frustrating mm-hmm. thing. I just want to ask you some stupid questions about things. It's fine. Uh, yeah. But that, that played true to life to me. It was a little moments like that that was like, okay, this feels like real people. This feels like a real world. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. And like even the, um, you know, like even some of the, you know, like the firemen and the cops that are, that people get frustrated with, you know, like that are, you know, I, I don't know, maybe like quote unquote, like supposed to be kind of like a little more assholey people. Like they still hmm. don't feel like, you know, like over the top movie villains that are like, you know, like uh, ordering people around and stuff. Like it feels like they are like doing the work that you know, like a, a policeman or a fireman or something would do in that situation where, yeah, you know, trying to keep everyone down, like trying to follow like procedures and stuff, and while also trying to make sense of what's going on. So it, yeah, everything did feel like pretty like authentic. Yeah, the the, the most assholey character in the movies, uh, the the police guy probably, and but even mm-hmm. he like under the stress of him being the one who's in charge and try to deal with all these these tenants in this building like you see where he's coming from like yeah it's, yeah so no yeah it, it works in, in that sense um obviously other than like our main two characters which is angela and pablo the camera guy 
we don't necessarily get to know a lot of characters that well, but they do a good job of making them feel like they have little quirks. Like the couple of firemen you get to know early on, it's like, okay, I understand who these two guys are. And then later on, the tenants, you get just enough of each of them in the little interviews or whatever that it's like, okay, right, I understand this is the old guy who's a little bit racist. We understand that this is the, yeah. <laughs> the Asian couple. We understand that this is the, the mother with the daughter who who had a dog that went to the vet. And we understand that, you know, this is the, uh, not a doctor, but he's like in medicine. Like, you know, he's, like, he's like a nurse mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, and he's, doing, he's, he's become the role of doctor, though, because he's the one who's there mm-hmm. to actually patch people up. Uh, so... Yeah we have all these and it's just enough to understand who everyone is uh so that things may mean a little something when stuff starts happening when when chaos yeah. starts to unravel so that's good and before we get to spoilers i do want to say i really like where this movie goes in terms of mythology at the end and when it tries mm-hmm. to kind of set up the explanation for what's going on largely just because it was so unexpected and I, a, I wasn't expecting anything that actually explained whatever was going on but also because it's kind of a unique explanation for a zombie outbreak it's a, it's a unique path mm-hmm. to take in this context mm-hmm. yeah like especially because they already kind of set something up uh like earlier in the movie that you kind of like oh uh, i think like i i see where this is like kind of coming from now and then mm-hmm. yeah the end kind of like throws you this curveball but i i mean i am the same boat like i absolutely love though like where they go with it and um yeah without again you won't spoil the ending but i will say i really really love the ending like the last little sequence i just think is so good and so creepy uh especially in like a different way than the rest of the movie has been like i think arguably the last 10 minutes is the best part of the movie yeah yeah. Um, the rest of it's great, but the last ten minutes is like, oh, here's why it's unique. Here, here's yeah. here's what's kind of sets it apart. Um, so no, I love what it does because it it start it opens all these questions up. They make you think, mm-hmm. but not not in a way where you you feel like you're unsatisfied from like get getting anything explained. It opens all these questions. up like, oh wait, this is what's going on. Oh okay. Um, yeah. and like you say, it's got some of those survival horror elements where. And one of the things I love about survival horror is the idea that you go to a place. In the case of like Resident Evil, it's a mansion and you okay something's went wrong here and you slowly start to discover why it's went wrong you you, you read diary entries you you find new locations that maybe help explain what happened here what went wrong uh, and it yeah. has kind of that feeling to it at the end and i, I like that oh yeah so oh, yeah, definitely so no i'm down uh Rhett, Rhett's great yeah. Rhett, Rhett is <laughs> um was such a pleasant surprise when i saw it because I, I i sort of put it on not knowing anything uh, as i'm just mm. watching your cats uh <laughs> circle each other and possibly yeah. start fighting in a second. Yes, yes. Uh, one's one's looking the other. That means they're going to start fighting in about ten seconds. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Now, rest for good. So we'll give a spoiler warning. Full spoilers mm-hmm. for Rec or Record or whatever people want to say it. REC. <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually have no idea what you're supposed to call it in terms of you know audibly. I, I I've always gone by Rec, but yeah, I'm not sure how, yeah. what the specific is. Uh, I don't know. One thing I was trying to think of while I was watching it is if I like, uh, as a title, if I like Wreck Better or Quarantine. Because uh, mm. I, I don't know, like the uh, something about Wreck just, I don't know, kind of sounds <laughs> weird. Maybe it is because like when, I, when you see it, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, should it be record or something? Mm. But I, I don't know. I, I think both titles are fine, but. Yeah, um. I, I like REC or Wreck um, well enough. It, it's a unique title and it works with what the movie's doing. It's funny though because the fourth movie's not uh, found footage, so the fourth movie actually yeah. is just called Wreck Apocalypse because it's part of the franchise. Yeah, 
Is is that the one that starts at the wedding, or is that no, no, no that's that's three, that's three. Oh, okay. All right, I don't think I've seen four then. Oh, four, four is the conclusion to the saga. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I suppose we should do quarantine after we've done the four wreck movies as well, mm-hmm. just to wrap up the whole. Thing. I've, I've never seen quarantine. That's the only one I've not seen is the remake. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I actually, I don't, I don't think it's it's horrible, but it's like it, it's one of the well, it's one of those ones where it's like. I mean, if you've seen Wreck, you don't need to see it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like, I actually like my, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> like my wife yesterday because she's she's seen them both, and yeah, she was like, oh yeah, I I watched Wreck and then like immediately watched Quarantine after, and I was like, wow, that was pointless. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I also because I think it's um, uh, oh, I forget our Jennifer Carpenter from Dexter, uh, who's the yeah. lead character mm-hmm. in the remake, um. She's okay, but I can't imagine liking her as much as uh, Angela in this one. Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, she does a good enough job. Like, I feel like she's a good, uh, I guess, like American equivalent to to do that. But yeah, I think Angela's. You, I don't feel for her a little bit more. But. Yeah. So, no. So, so we'll get to those. I'm just. It's funny because I'm on, obviously I usually have the IMDb page up just so I can glance <laughs> at names and stuff as we're talking. And it says obviously in the more late this it recommends Rec Two. And I just, mm-hmm. I never really think I noticed this before, but the poster for Rec 2, it has like the red eyeball is kind of the, 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 the red, you know, the recording symbol in the title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just never noticed that before. I thought it was, I thought it was neat. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, Tim's not that impressed. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So no, I, the ending of Rec is kind of wild because they say all these things throughout the movie. Um, wh- One of the big memorable moments that I, I always, um, that always stuck out to me uh, was is when the little girl who we who we think is uh, oh what is she supposed to have? The mum keeps saying she's just something. Oh, uh, t- tonsillitis. Tonsillitis, that was it. And yeah. but it's the moment when the daughter bites the mum's nose basically <laughs> off. Uh, yeah. And they kind of realise it. I mean, because because the, because they eventually send in this uh, the scientist to, to, to and he's in a hazmat mm. suit, right? And they're all like, looking terrified because why are they sending people in, in hazmat suits? And mm. the, the, you know, the, the, he's clearly told the firemen and the policemen some stuff because we have that scene where the camera guy is kind of just looking in the crack in the window so they, they can see some of mm. this. And one of the zombies attacks uh, the, the guy because two of them get injured early on and those two end up becoming zombies, of course. Mm. So they basically, the, the scientist eventually comes clean that oh, we track this, this from a vet. There was a dog that started attacking all the other dogs. And we'd already heard about this dog that, that went to the vet. And they said that they tracked the dog back to this apartment building. And this is when Angela's like, what was the dog's name, Max? And they all turn mm. around and look at the, the mother and daughter. And, and this is the scene where the daughter like bites her mum's nose off. And this is, this is kind of where the movie kind of unravels because it, it was like a, it was a, a level of peace. Like after the first attack with the woman, which is a very creepy shot attack, may I add, mm-hmm. with her screaming. Mm-hmm. It kind of calms down, and it's it's kind of after that it's about learning who the uh, the the tenants are, and kind of mm-hmm. try to figure out what's going on, and then from this moment where the daughter bites the, the nose off, it kind of is just chaos where there's just there's running yeah. around, there's trying to hide in apartments, there's trying to find keys. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the 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 old racist guy thinks that there's a key for the the sewer tunnel or whatever in mm-hmm. the the doctor's house, so they they try to go get that. And then they get trapped enough that they have to run up to the penthouse. And they've got all the keys, so they get into the penthouse. And it turns out the doctor was lying about who was in there. And the doctor had been using this as... 
I want to say a lab, kind of. Um, it was, it's like, it's got, yeah, there's, there's scientific equipment about, but there's also recordings, there's like newspaper clippings all over the walls, and it tells the story of this girl who was possessed, uh, this this Portuguese girl, who was possessed, and they tried to exercise her, but it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And it turns out she can spread this virus. So that, that so that, so the unique twist on this movie, on, on the, the zombie part of this movie, is mm-hmm. that it's not actually like a, a an organic or bioengineered virus. Mm-hmm. It is a mm-hmm. it is a virus that's spread from someone who was possessed, mm-hmm. which is a neat yeah. idea. Yeah, definitely. And again, like, uh, I I like that they kind of have, like, like they kind of are able to do like both the scientific and the supernatural. Because like earlier, you know, when they have the stuff of like the dog and spreading the virus, it kind of makes it sound like it's like, oh, was this like some kind of like form of rabies or something like some weird mutated? Like, there's a scientific you know aspect of it that. Yeah, I feel like we're a little more used to, but then I like at the end they're like, no, but we're also gonna do like this creepy supernatural element to it, which, um, yeah, like in, in the wrong way could have been like cheesy or whatever, but the way they present it and you know just the you know the doctor's penthouse is just so creepy, like with all it you know it's it's all dark and like there's just you know uh I can like you know, kind of all this religious iconography all over the place. And it, it's just so really well done that it's, uh, you know, it's like, oh, this is actually like a really cool, like unique idea. Uh, yeah, because having cause this element to it. They start listening to an audio recording, again, very survival horror of the doctor recording mm-hmm. his thoughts and talking about how uh, the girl needs to be killed. She has to be mm-hmm. killed or we're screwed. And yeah. we, we even see that, you know, they broke her out of a hospital because she was in a hospital somewhere. And they broke her out with the intention of killing her, but something's went wrong. Something's mm-hmm. went wrong. He's been doing tests on like on our virus and stuff, and he's like, "Oh, this could be contagious. This could be a thing." Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, "This is like patient zero for the zombie outbreak," uh, and of course, that's when things get really creepy because they hear noises, they, they look up in the attic, and eventually the camera light gets broken because because this whole section because it's too dark, the power won't turn on, so they're using the light on the camera. To light things mm-hmm. up so it's got, it's got this very kind of tunnel vision kind of light effect right where it's only the mm-hmm. wherever the camera's pointing has the circle of light and nothing mm-hmm. else but then the light gets smashed and mm-hmm. it becomes night vision mode and that's mm-hmm. what they're using and this is when we get this creepy and it's funny that we've been compared to survival horror and i've mentioned resident evil because i can't not see this 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 character this this you know this possessed girl and not think a little bit of lisa trevor from resident evil remake Mm, okay you can see that I, I get some vibes she doesn't make the same noises or anything <laughs> like that but she, it's the way she's kind of lunging around really slowly and she's mm. holding a hammer in her hand if i i think that's the moment yeah. when you know she's holding a hammer you're like oh shit like <laughs> and you know of, of course they're sneaking around they try to be quiet um they, they play with the idea that angela actually can't see anything because she's not holding the camera and they're in the dark mm. so the cameraman's kind of trying to direct her but without making mm. too much noise um but eventually you know the possessed girl like notices them and runs, screams at them, runs at them and bashes his head into the camera. And actually, one of the biggest problems I'll say with quarantine, having not seen it, is that the poster <laughs> spoils the final shot of the movie. Oh, I don't remember the poster, but <laughs> that's dumb if they do that. Yeah, it's, the, it's the same final shot as this this movie where uh, Angela's lying down and looking mm-hmm. at the camera in the night vision and then gets dragged off into oh. the into the darkness. Because that's, oh, that's how yeah. we end. <laughs> that that is annoying. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. She. Uh. The. I mean. 
All right, so probably an obvious question, but uh, we're basically assuming that this creature at the end is the possessed girl, right? Like, yes, yes, I would, okay. I would assume that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I I figure as much, but yeah, just uh, yeah, making sure. But um, yeah, she, she just looks so creepy, and it's um, and, and I think it helps that it's like in night vision mode, like you don't really you know get like a a, a good glimpse of her, um, but. I don't uh, like I'm curious like uh like how how they really <laughs> like she's a very uh, unnatural body they obviously cast a very skinny yeah. actress to play this but they they gave her like these really weirdly displaced like body parts like yeah um like her breasts are kind of like weirdly like wide and like ones like kind of really high up and her, her, her jaws kind of like dislocated kind of looking and she's got a very yeah. weird otherworldly kind of creepiness a slender yeah. woman you might even call her <laughs> uh yeah she could uh she would destroy slender man <laughs> she uh, would slender man it's not a chance uh, <laughs> but yeah yeah i'm curious though like uh yeah like if they if they did use a lot of prosthetics or, or if they just did find like hey you're a really skinny creepy looking person <laughs> like just yeah uh just swing this hammer around but uh yeah, it make like it it makes it so tense, and then uh, and you mentioned earlier like a lot of the movies it's very you know it's very fast, chaotic, visceral, and then uh, it's so cool that they're able to just kind of stop that on a dime, and then like yeah, it's like yeah, we gave you this adrenaline rush for like an hour, and now we're gonna like slow it down, and mm-hmm. we're just gonna give you this really like it's it's a lot quieter, it's a lot darker, it's a lot creepier, and it's really really satisfying and, and uh like the whole movie up to then has been good but this ending just really seals it as like wow this is like definitely like a you know a, a unique cool movie yeah no i i, I love the ending of this movie and mm-hmm. I, I i love again a lot of the elements we see I, I love horror movies where it's like a bottle movie but they're trapped in a location and sure. They're in one safe location, and it, uh, they know other parts are dangerous, so they have to try and figure out plans to, like, get out. Like, that's just some of my favourite kind of, like, mechanics in a movie, right? And this movie uses that a lot of my favourite... There's a lot of bad movies that use this as well, but, yeah. you know, th- this is one of the best movies to use this kind of thing. And yeah, it, I guess and I- it, it kind of goes back to why I like survival horror, the idea of a safe room, right? The idea of the safe room mm-hmm. in Resident Evil. Yeah. Like, oh, we're safe in here, right? I can make some plans before I go back out into the zombie-infested yeah. mansion. <laughs> right? It's kind of yeah. that same feeling. Oh, yeah, definitely. And uh, I like the uh, the idea, too, of, like, uh, the whole building's quarantine. So when they do try to, like, uh, get out, it's just, like, uh, you know, these blaring lights and, like, people with guns and, like, megaphones, like, you know, just telling them, like, you know, do not even try you know to escape here like yeah it, i mean it gives a sense of like ooh, it, like it's this nice mystery too of like all right what's going on in the outside world is it just this building what is like so mm. bad that these people are so scared of it getting out i think it is just this building if, if i have any complaints though um mm-hmm. it's, it's very minor i will say that the, the quarantine does get set up very fast because our okay. characters come into the building and by the time they run down from the first attack which is you know within five or so minutes the, you know the building's already been sealed off and yeah. i guess the argument is is that when they arrive there's already some police cars there so maybe um the, the you know they were already like coming to quarantine it right you know it's just it's just really unfortunate timing that our crew went in when they did um yeah and that, that's why it was already done by the time they tried to get back out but i mean it's, it's i mean it's a minor nitpick 
I mean, I feel like, you know, say this very seldom, but this movie could have been a little longer. Like, I don't think <laughs> like, I mean, another five or ten minutes, really. Like, I don't know if it would have hurt it that much. But... Um, where would you put it, though? Because would you put it at the start to, like, you know, fill out who the characters are a little bit more? Would you? That's what I would think. Yeah, maybe just a little more. I'm, I'm not I definitely wouldn't say that it needs it, but, you know, probably wouldn't hurt it too much. Hmm. Um, all, all that's missing is a self-destruct sequence at the end for to make it a proper Resident Evil style. Thing. Oh yeah, so well they they there was like a little creepy kid in the uh like attic or whatever of that room. He could have easily thrown a rocket launcher down <laughs> to Angela. <laughs> I mean actually that's the um the odd comparison to survival horror. It's like oh obviously in survival horror again thinking of Resident Evil, you have zombies as your main enemy, but you eventually get to boss fights, right? And it kind of feels like this possessed girl is the boss fight. She's the, oh, definitely. you know, the, the the new element that's introduced towards the end. I'm almost disappointed we didn't get the zombie dog. We don't we, we hear about yeah. a zombie dog. We never get to see him though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that could have been fun. Maybe maybe that's your ten minutes in the middle that we're missing is when they find the zombie dog. Yeah, like you you could have said something like, oh, like since Max got back from the vet, he has he's been acting weird or something, yeah. and then. Yeah, show him in a room or something. That, that could have been cool. Or, or again, Resident Evil, but if he burst through a window. Cool. <laughs> uh, one, actually, one, uh, one of my other, like, favorite scenes, um, you know, like, other than the ending and everything, is I love, uh, you know, they handcuff one woman to the stairwell because she's, like, kind of acting, like, you know, uh, hysterical and stuff. So yeah, it's, like, it's, the, it's, it's the mom after the daughter beats her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they handcuff her there and then uh, there's a great scene when once they you know realize that they have to go upstairs but then she is handcuffed to the stairwell so she's waiting, waiting right there for them and it's like you know it looks like there's enough room that you know you can easily get around but still just the idea of them like looking at her and realizing like oh shit we gotta go by there. Yeah because then... she's turned into a zombie by now and they kind of have to like go single file in the opposite set you know the wall so that they're just yeah. out of her reach so she can't get to them uh, no, but, it's a neat little trick uh, yeah. because they've got the two guys. Because the two guys who get bit early on and they're kind of sick for a long time before they become zombies, um, they eventually start coming out of that. Because even the idea of a shutter like this is very survival horror to me. Uh, you know, there's a shutter somewhere that's going to get you know picked up yeah. at some point. Um, but this, this is when they start coming through the shutter. So it's like, okay, shit. We have at least four zombies now in this building, and I, th- I think that's what's impressive about it as well is that it makes every single zombie feel like, oh, this is this is this is now infinitely harder because there's two or now there's three, as opposed to just oh, there's there's you know five hundred, <laughs> like you yeah. know, it's like each each additional zombie makes their life that much more difficult in this movie. So yeah. by, by the time we have four or five, it's like okay, we're just screwed now. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not like um, it, it's it's not like a huge apartment building. Like I think there's like what like two like apartments on each floor. Yeah, so it's like four floors, something like that. The penthouse is like the fourth or fifth floor. That's not yeah. so it's not it, huge. So it, yeah, so it, it's not like there's like a ton of people. Uh, but it's like every time they have to do something, and then just realizing like, all right, we got to go like to this room or this floor, but we know like this person's there, that person's there. Yeah. It's like a Again, that's that survival horror planning. You know where <laughs> definitely dangerous. You know where might be safe. You're you're trying to think of where to go. It's that sort of stuff that I love. Yeah, 
and like characters that like you left behind before or like weren't thinking about like coming back later as like a like nice little surprise and stuff that's yeah. always cool it's a fairly upper class apartment building when i think about because part of the reason why there's only two two apartments per floor is because they're really big like when they go inside yeah. there's a big long you know like apartments you tend to think of as quite a small thing but these have really big long hallways they have you know really big massive living rooms you know they're, they're clearly, yeah. it's clearly well off apartment building for people who can afford it yeah so <laughs> You know, um, <laughs> but <laughs> you say I'm really upset. Oh, I want an expensive apartment now. Oh no! <laughs> I, want a, I want a creepy penthouse with 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 science experiments gone wrong and possessed girls. <laughs> I actually, I, I wonder. I, I don't know if it comes up in this more in the, the other sequels about how if there's more to the mythology to how it started. But um, mm. I, I do wonder if like the the scientific side of it is why it started to spread. Like maybe the reason why it started to jump around. Is, is actually still the fault of science like because of the tinkering they were doing yeah it made it contagious uh, I, or, or whatever yeah i mean that's definitely an interesting idea um it's uh, I, I feel like it, it's a you know there's a a, a tight rope you gotta kind of walk though because i feel like it could very easily become like pretty cheesy but, oh sure yeah, yeah. it's just because it, it ties back into the idea you've got this supernatural element this demonic mm-hmm. element but at the same time it's still the idea that man meddles and then things go wrong because yeah. he meddles, right? You know, and that that leads to the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> uh, but no, um, I'm looking forward to doing the sequels actually because um, they're, they're by and large pretty enjoyable. There's there's, there's, yeah. there's good stuff to come. So I, yeah, I, I'm I'm actually a little bit excited to do that too because I really. I'm pretty sure I saw the second one, but I don't think I remember anything at all. Uh, I I know for sure I saw the third one because I remember like the all the stuff at the wedding and then kind mm. of the weird like half found footage, half not nature of it. Uh, and then yeah, the fourth one I don't know if I did see if if I did I don't remember. Um, yeah, the, the third one's a really interesting tonal shift because the third one I remember like not feeling into it, and then it got to a point where I realized. Oh, this just wants to have fun, and then it got really fun. Yeah. It, it's it's an interesting movie, uh, and then four I'll, I'll I'll save for for uh, when we do it. But um, <laughs> two is an interesting one because two kind of is set in the same night. It kind of picks up right where we leave off almost. And uh, I actually saw two in the theater. I got to see two in the theater, which was cool. Oh wow, oh, that's um, cool. Back when I was uh, in the city theater more often, and they were playing it. Oh. So uh, that was a fun experience, but um, but no, uh, and because two came out in two thousand nine, it must have been really soon after I'd seen the first one because we got the first one so late comparatively. Oh, cool! Just cool. So. Well, yeah, I think I mean the first one. I think you know was was kind of a hit. Like I remember like people definitely talking about it when it came out. Mm. Like I, I don't know if it was a huge success, but at least like horror nerds like devoured it yeah I mean, as much as foreign movies can be successes because obviously sure. so many people just won't watch subtitled movies uh yeah. but yeah uh, no nah, the first one's great it's visceral it's exciting it's tense uh the last 10 minutes is creepy and opens up all these mythological doors that i it's just it's fun to start theorizing and thinking about it and like yeah you know okay so this is actually <laughs> some demonic entity that's that's spreading the zombie virus it makes more sense it's almost like oh this demons came from hell to just take over the earth <laughs> yeah <laughs> here, here we are you know i i wouldn't mind uh you know like 
I don't know if it's something they they should do in the movie, but like I would kind of be down for maybe some type of supplemental material where like uh, I don't know maybe like a short or like a I don't know a small like graphic novel or something that kind of shows you know some of the stuff the doctor went through researching it and yeah like you know finding the girl and stuff like I, I might be interested in some of that. Yeah. Um... And you know, credit to the the cast who are pretty solid. Um, oh yeah, uh, Manuela Velasco who plays Angela. She she goes from you know the the chirpy like presenter who gets kind of bored because things are boring, then gets really into the, the 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 reporting of it when things get exciting. But she also then has to go through this. Oh shit, this is actually really dangerous. Oh shit, we well, may actually die. Oh shit, um, to the, just the, the outright horror like we're trying to survive in the last act kind of thing yeah um goes to kind of a gauntlet of emotions and the, the camera dude's kind of interesting because you never get to see him of course and he you hear mm. him speaking every so often but he's not like a super like presence in the movie right yeah. um she's someone for for he's someone for her to talk to more than anything else but um yeah. no it's interesting so but no, the, good cast oh yeah and uh and perhaps to the filmmaking too like i think sometimes people think um you know, found footage is probably easy to do because you just kind of point at a camera here and there. And, you know, there are probably other movies, you know, that maybe that's true. But with this, it seems like there was a lot of, you know, just continuous shots. Like I was thinking like, oh, like, man, they probably had to really plan and make sure everyone was going to be able to be in place and, hmm. you know, like uh, to have everything worked out. Uh, yeah, obviously there's, there's some actual cuts in the movie when, you know, they yeah. stop recording. Uh, but even some of the long takes, I assume there's probably some hidden cuts just to you know make it easy sure. to shoot because yeah. you know as long as long you go. But yeah, some of the shots like start on the ground floor and go up multiple flights of stairs. I have to imagine they had an actual full building r- rather than having different yeah. you know sets that were built. Like it feels like they had to have one location they can move through, like mm-hmm. and keep shooting. Uh, yeah. What 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 actually gets me about stuff like this, especially when you're in like the group shots and the the ground floor and the camera's like sort of zipping around and looking at various people all around the room, is how, contrary to regular filmmaking, uh, there can't be anyone from the crew in the room really, right? You know, because you know, normally you'd all be shooting from one angle, so you'd have the director and the crew all standing behind them. I have to imagine yeah. one, of the, one, of the, one of the benefits of doing this and having like the camera operator uh, it'll be a character, but be, obviously never be on screen, is that I imagine he had like an earpiece and was constantly being directed to through oh, yeah. the earpiece um, yeah. <laughs> from the director, who who for many shots couldn't even be in the room with them. They're, they're, they'll be yeah. in another hidden room somewhere watching the monitors and like, right, uh, make sure like, pan around now, right, make sure you do that now and do this and do that. And, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, it's just super yeah. interesting to think about the filmmaking process. Yeah. And there's like some cool stuff too. Like, uh, you know, there's scenes where like, um, you know, like someone will you know, touch like the camera's microphone or whatever. So like the sound will go out for a little bit or become kind of like, you know, uh, mm. like white, white noise-ish. Uh, so like there's like cool like uh, effects like that that just kind of add to the realness of it. Yeah, there's one scene where the little girl like, turns on the camera but she's not supposed oh, yeah. to and it's just this out of focus shot that's sitting there for like a, a minute and it's like just this yeah. little slice of, slice of life moments that just make it feel a bit more real. Um, yeah. If I'm going to critique anything, at one point she asked to see something and we actually see the footage rewind and replay the thing. Oh, yeah. That's a little bit weird to me because if you rewind and watch footage, at least in my experience with all the cameras I've used, it just means you've stopped recording. 
so you wouldn't see any of it in the yeah. recording. So that feels a bit weird to me. But I mean, if you're going to tell me ca- some cameras do that, then I'll believe you. But yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I I thought uh, I forgot about that until you mentioned it. But yeah, as when I was watching it, I was like, all right, this is a little weird and also like unnecessary. Like we just watched it; we don't need yeah. to. That's a, I, see it. I do like the idea of her wanting to see some of the footage immediately and be like, what did we just look oh, at? Yeah. Especially since this is the first attack. This is the, the crazy woman like running at him and biting the guy. Mm. And like three of them have to wrestle her down. I actually love the idea of her turning to the camera guy and going, "Hey, let's look at that right now. I want to see that again." That, yeah. I mean, actually, it's silly that we see it again, but it, it makes a lot of sense for her to want to see it immediately. Oh yeah, it, yeah. It's actually another thing that like I feel like is a kind of common complaint with found footage movies when like you know uh, people won't believe someone, and it's like you literally just like taped proof of this ghost or this monster mm. or whatever. It's like you can just show the person, but. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I love the idea in found footage movies, if they're going to play with it, to actually use the footage in the plot in some way. Yeah. Uh, and I, I like that. It's a small little thing, but I, I like that a lot. So, um, yeah. but no, so, uh, no, that's Wreck, that's Wreck. I, I guess we'll, yeah. I guess we'll rate the movie. Timbo, what were we cool. rating Wreck out of 10? Do uh, you give it a... Give- do you give it a wreck amendation? <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, no, yeah, obviously I would. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna. This is fantastic. I'm gonna give it a nine. Um, which, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have to defend it. Nine, it's great. Yeah, I, I uh, no nine for me as well. I agree with the nine. And yeah. what's impressive? This is the third time I've seen it. I saw it the first time. I saw it the second time. Maybe a couple of years later, showing it to some friends. This was the third time I've watched it, and you know. This was a bigger gap, obviously, because you know I saw it maybe in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah. Saw it again twenty ten, maybe. So it's been eight years, and it holds up. Yeah. Like I, that was the thing, like going into this viewing, it was like, I hope this holds up as well as I remember it, and it does. So, yeah, especially at a time now where I feel like the zombie craze has, uh, you know, kind of it slowed down a little bit, but like zombies and found footage were such like a, a huge thing for a while that. You know, yeah, going back and watching it now, it's like, eh, am I going to roll my eyes and be like, all right, we've seen all this before or whatever. But no, it, it holds up fantastic. And, I think, you know, just a, a credit to the, you know, filmmaking and the storytelling and it is just really, really uh, yeah. fantastic. And as much as it hints at all these bigger things, it keeps it relatively simple in how it actually functions as a movie, which is actually the smartest thing. I think the, the smartest thing I think they did because yeah, keeping it simple, keeping it this group of characters in the building, um, is what makes it easy to follow despite all the chaos that's going on um yeah so so no uh wreck is great so by all means go out and find it and get wrecked so yeah <laughs> i know uh i watched it um and I, I don't own it unfortunately i would uh maybe i should check to see if there's a nice blu-ray uh uh or a collection or something i get it but well, i i got i got, got here is it just the first one or? That's just the first one. Yeah, I've got oh, the okay. first three individually. I don't have the fourth one yet. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, I should probably pick it up at, at some point. But I actually watched it. Uh, it was on Hulu, and <laughs> it was good timing too because I, I was looking at like the my movie list of stuff, and you know they have a uh, a little section for like, hey, stuff on your list that's expiring soon, uh, and that was on <laughs> it. So I was like, oh shit, gotta watch it. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's convenient. Um, yeah. But if anyone's watching it and has Hulu. <laughs> Uh, probably have at least a couple of days. To T- time it. is running out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So save yourself the like, iTunes rental, I suppose. Watch yeah. on Hulu first. I, I feel like this is one though that's usually streaming a lot of places. I know for a while, I think 
at least a couple of the sequels were on Netflix. Uh, so I'm, I'm, pretty, sure I'm pretty sure yeah. they were on Shudder at some point. I could have, I could have sworn oh. I remember seeing the poster on the list, but I did see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that is that is Wreck. Uh, so let us know what you think of the movie in the comments. We will add the sequels to the ever-growing list of sequels <laughs> to do. Um, because I, I think the next sequel we are recording is the next Howling. But just, just to put it in perspective, we are now working through uh, what's left of Howling, Friday the 13th, and Nightmare on Elm Street. We are now also working through the Leprechaun movies, the Wreck movies... <laughs> Hellraiser. And the Hellraiser movies. Yeah, because that, that won the vote. So that, that is everything and going on. And Oh, oh yeah, Scream Se- Oh, I forgot we're doing Scream sequels as well. <laughs> Jesus, Tim. I haven't added those to the list. We're going to be still... We're going to be working... I mean, we'll probably finish Nightmare, Freddy, and Howling. Uh, yeah, we don't have a ton left with those. Uh, but all the other ones, I think we'll still be working on those come like, next Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll be like maybe seven movies deep, but we'll still be on them. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um, well, we might finish Wreck because Wreck only Wreck and Scream only have four movies, so I mean that's the yeah. the one saving grace with those. But uh, so yeah, uh, and we're juggling that with new movies, of course, uh, as well. Um, so actually, one thing just to just to point out before we we uh, wrap up, um, I think we're going to put a slight delay on when we do our top tens of the year, mm. um, just so we have some time at the start of next year to like squeeze in some stuff that we've missed, especially mm. some stuff that maybe won't come out in home release until maybe January, and maybe even into February. Mm. Um, I'm thinking something like Suspiria, which um, wasn't available near me uh, when it yeah. came out. So I'm, I'm hoping that we can maybe... Because we do the regular movie awards and uh, when the Oscars happen towards the end of February, so Screams okay. may end up following a similar path. Even though it's funny to do this stuff at the end of the year, it might not be mm. the best fit this year. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So just this is warning you, just warning you. Uh, don't worry, though. We have Christmas and New Year's movies planned, so it's not like you're going mm-hmm. without your streams fix uh, as we go into the into yeah. the end of the year. So yeah, ha, ha, I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's still plenty of movies to do. So that said, the Christmas and New Year's movies basically delay all the sequels <laughs> for a few weeks. <laughs> so uh, you know, we'll we'll get to them soon. Um, but hey so that that is us so thank you very much uh, let us know what you thought of Wreck in the comments below like and subscribe all that stuff if you do want to support the channel and everything we do here and support the show head over to patreon.com slash TV and you can do that over there like we said the voting's up uh, you've got a few days left by the time this goes up you'll have a few days left to vote for this month's streams vote um, the voting this month is all movies that ranked fairly highly on our top 50 movies of the 80s that we did recently oh right but um, we haven't done before, of course. So, you know, so there's four <laughs> movies there. Um, I, I can't remember what they are off the top of my head, so I'm, I'm not going to tell you them. But <laughs> you go, go have a look. Um, and if you want to think of becoming a patron, even at the $1 tier, $1 is fantastic and amazing, and we love you loads if you consider it. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, guys. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>